Welcome to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sunjo Gall. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the host, guests, and callers. Now, here's Sunjo Gall. Hello and welcome to this segment on CTN. Uh, to learn more, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. And the topic for today is learning as a leader. And our guests for today's show are Bob Baskerville, uh, who's the Chief Information Officer with Scripps Network Interactive. Hi, Bob. How are you? I'm good, Sanjog. How are you? Very good, sir. And we also have Vineet Purushottam, who's the Chief Information Officer for Fortis Healthcare, and is going to join us shortly. But then, uh, just to get started with the conversation, the way I look at this whole learning for a leader, we know we are all busy. And as leaders, we are supposed to grow. But then what ends up happening is we have a challenge because there are no academies. There is nothing what we can say is uh, allowing us to go out and learn on a regular basis as, uh, as, as a leader so we can add more value to all the people we lead as well as the organizations. So we wanted to talk about what are the ways by which a leader can actually become intentional about learning, figure out a way to create learning goals, create some experimentation, reflect on the results, and then see if they could grow uh, to, to the best results and to the best outcome and, and help everyone involved. So that's, that's, that's the topic today. And Bob, I'd like to start with you. Here, we are seeing a lot of demanding times, and frankly, I'm sure you got more than a spilling plate. And when we try to do anything and to lead in today's times, it could be a combination of intuition and maybe some preparation. And we talk about preparation means, of course, as projects we do prepare, but as a leader, do you think you have the time for that? You know, I, I think that uh, I, I certainly try to make the time. And um, you're, you, are, you, you hit the nail on the head when you said earlier that um, there's, there's, it's just such a fluid world these days. The, particularly the, the space that uh, I work in, which is uh, in media and technology, where um, you know, success for us is always making sure we connect with consumers. And consumers' choices these days in our space are so um, fluid, broad sweeping, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, and so sometimes the whole notion, what you just said, is as I'm trying to um, help us in, enable our businesses um, and keep teams moving forward and thinking in terms of innovation and not being reactionary, it, it starts at the top. And so it's very, very tough uh, these days to always have a plan in place. We always try to, um, but the the market conditions these days really are testing the metal of executives in terms of how quickly can they think on their feet um i i it, it's been a it's been a tremendous uh exercise uh, for me over time i've been leading teams and organizations and businesses for uh for a very very long time and the way we have to respond and do it today versus how we used to do it you know not even 5 years ago i was going to say 10 or 15 years ago, but really five years ago, it's changed dramatically. And so for me, uh, yeah, we always try to be prepared. We always try to be in front of what's coming and how do we lead through change and through opportunity and all of those things. 
But sometimes you said it, you, you don't always have that choice. You, you know, it might be coming at you like, uh, to use a baseball term, like a fastball and you've, you've just got to be able to take the swing or, or not. You know, sometimes the other thing we've learned is how we react on leading through certain changes. Uh, you know, as the old adage goes, sometimes it's the things you, you choose not to do versus what you do um, that uh, are, are equally, if not more, important in your decision process. So do you really have that immunity? Do you think the organizational, other executive management or the people who report to you or follow you, they say, oh, yeah, this guy's still a human and uh, the person can take a swing and, and, and they, they give you, they cut you that slack. Does that really happen or is that expected? Uh- we we're we're working on that. I'd call that a work in progress. You know, I think that uh, um, one of the things we've we've done is we've tried to look. We always have to pay attention um, and and consider uh, risks in some of the decisions we make. But again, in the particular space we're in, um, there is a little bit of latitude to. Um, to you know, as we call it sometimes, fail fast, and that is um, rather than sit and overanalyze what could be coming, you try to you try to you know it's, don't want to uh, belabor the analogy, but uh, or the metaphor, but take take the swing, you know, and and we do do that from time to time. We don't do it every single time, but there are going to be times where what we're trying to do is be more. Uh, in front of trends and in front of change. And so, um, yeah, so we, we do try to, um, we probably take a little more risk these days than we have in the past. Nothing that's going to put us in, uh, you know, any sort of peril, we don't believe. But, uh, but again, sometimes uh, speed to market is critical, and uh, we have to balance that and, and, and measure that in some of our strategies and tactics. So, uh, so we do do that. And I think that, um, you know, the, I, I believe my team, uh, the workforce, they, they're, they're going to be in support of that mindset more than just waiting sometimes and sometimes waiting too long to, uh, to make a decision on something. So, uh, Vineet, since I have you here now, um, the, the, the question for any leader is, can they really be intentional about learning as they go about doing what they do every day? Realistically, because they, they are supposed to get the job done. They are supposed to lead people, but they can. Can, can they say, I am going to do this today or I'm going to come in today and I'm going to make sure I learn something new today? Good morning, everyone. Uh, yes, I would say yes. And like, I don't think anybody stops you from learning. Uh, but, but then I, I guess the expectation is also that you will deliver. Obviously, you can't, you can't say that I'm learning and therefore I need more time. Time is time is what nobody gives you nowadays. Now I heard heard my other friend on the call say say that because it's more it's it's your team uh, team themselves who will not let you uh, wanting to wait for long before before we take a call and move on. So I I guess yes the uh, learning is a continuous thing and learning I don't think anybody in today's time also can say that I know everything uh, and technology. Uh, definitely not, because uh, there's something that's changing your time. So I, I guess yes, we 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 have the luxury of learning, but not not at the not at the cost of deliverables. 
And and Bob, so so based on what Vinit just mentioned, we do not have the time. And of course, you also mentioned it. But isn't it a reflection on how a leader is insulating the demands like we are supposed to insulate our staff so that they don't feel the pressure? You take it on. But even the pressure of the work or the different variety of work that you get and the volume of work do you get to handle could you not still say, okay, I'm going to say yes to only so many things so that it doesn't impede my own learning? Because eventually, if you don't learn, you are bringing less of yourself to the job that you're being given or you're accepting. What stops yeah. you from saying no more? Oh, uh, well, what stops, <laughs> what stops you from saying no more? That's a great question. Um, as, as I mentioned in my previous response, we're trying to be more measured in those responses, um, and again, sometimes it's just as important to uh, to identify what you can't do versus what you are committed to doing. Um, but when you're a company such as ours, you know, um, uh, a publicly traded company where you're, you know, you're managing to a number of constituents, you know, for success and growth is, uh, that's the challenge in our world these days. You know, growth is, is just, it's always been a given, but now it's even more demanding when you consider everything that's, uh, you know, swirling around us too. So, yeah, I mean, and, and there's, I, coming back to the theme too, this whole learning as a leader, I think there's learnings that come from that. Um, the whole notion of how, how, you, how you balance what, what, the oppor- what the best opportunities are versus the ones that might create too much use of resources and the, you know, the return on the investment may not be worth it. Those are the things. I mean, that's, that's been the, the age-old um, exercise that we do when we're, we're debating on what projects we pursue and try to capitalize on. Um, I think now it's more important than ever that we're looking at those things. And to your point earlier, too, you raised the question of, you know, if we're trying to take everything on, how do I get the opportunity then as a leader of the group to make sure that I'm continuing to um, enrich my growth and my learnings? And, and it's a great question. And um, sometimes it ends up going past your business hours, you know? I mean, it's, uh, it's about, you know, for me it is, it's, once uh, you, you get home and you get the kids to bed and have had dinner with the family and all those things you're spending, if you're like me, you're spending time, um, that's where you read. That's where you go and you, you do try to learn more because it's, not a, it's no longer, uh, it's been a long time since it's been a nine-to-five endeavor, but it absolutely is not at this point. It's where, you know, it's kind of reflective of how our world's changing. Um, you know, it's kind of a... I don't want to say a 24-7 world in terms of learning and everything else, but it's uh, the parameters of just a, a business day to, to focus your efforts or focus your time on uh, being able to learn and, and grow your own um, mind share of things. I, I, don't think it, I don't think it exists like that anymore. Let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back and and talk about the the very introduction of a leader into an organization. So when you hire a staff member, you identify and accept them with some gaps and know that, okay, those are the areas of improvement that will allow them a progressive career path. And then you, you kind of bring them on board like that. But for a leader, we want them to be fully cooked. And if it's such an approach, are we not having the organizations inviting the leader, assuming that they don't need to do anything more? 
to develop as a person and thus the organization takes a passive role in developing a leader. Is that how we are hiring leaders? And, and with that mindset, are we not holding ourselves back? Please stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back and explore. Predict your company's future by creating it. Is your workforce able to connect, exchange ideas, and share brilliance simply and securely? Create tomorrow, today. Empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured BlackBerry Enterprise mobility management and document sharing solutions. To learn more, visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Patient-centered care requires a connected enterprise. Are you ready? If you're looking to scale your healthcare IT efforts, visit redmain.com forward slash health today. Whether it's to connect data from multiple partner solutions or developing software for unique needs, Redmain can help. To find out how Redmain can help your company deliver on the patient-centered care promise, visit redmain.com forward slash health or call 773-693-3919. Visit today. Your growing business needs a highly productive workforce, effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with Sunjoe Gall. To learn more about our program, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, Vinit, uh, this is a question for you, and this is regarding the very hiring. When, when an leader gets introduced in an organization, unlike a staff member, we expect that person to have everything that they could have. Uh, as a leader to do everything possible that an organization wants. But that's, of course, an assumption and uh, a poor assumption because, of course, there are areas that you could grow. But if the organization is not looking at you as someone who has area of opportunities of growth, then they may not really, you know, take a proactive step to allow you to have that environment where you can learn. So is this not adversary, uh, what I would call as not as conducive an environment for you? in any organization as you come in. Yeah, you're right. So the, it, it isn't, yeah, you're right, it is, that's how most of the time it happens. Uh, but then, uh, and as leaders, uh, uh, I'm not, not going by a copybook kind of reply, but then that's how it is. If, if you are, if you are, if you call yourself a leader, uh, you are expected to deal with uh, all of these, all of these pressures. So, uh, yes, you are expected to deliver from day one. You are expected to hit the road running. Uh, and that's why, or you come in uh, at, at a senior leadership role. Uh, that and that expectation comes from uh, n- comes from what what they have heard about you, what they have what they believe uh, they have seen in your in your in your profiles, in your uh, in your resume, and so on. And that expectation expectation is built over what you have done in the previous roles. So yes, and over and above that, then it then it depends a lot on. The, the position that you come in, uh, who you report to, what kind of organization you get into, all of that plays a role. 
there are organizations that that give you a lot of freedom to work there could be a boss who gives a lot of freedom to work you could be you could you could uh, have a boss who's 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 expecting that you deliver from day one so it's a mix of it's a mix of a mix of everything in job so i i don't think that we can uh, straight away put it in straight line saying yes uh, all the go through this now but even if they have to go through this my view is that yes they must be prepared uh, if you are a leader you must be prepared to take all of these in your stride uh, again today's uh, time we keep coming back to this uh, is that uh, uh, there are there are others waiting in line if you if you don't if you don't deliver up and and do it uh, you want that's my view so avinit i mean interesting the way you said that there are others waiting in line so bob i do not feel that if a leader is going to carry out their daily duties with an ounce of fear of being axed if we don't deliver then they are not really being themselves they are not really bringing their best game to the job and secondly they would never become intentional about learning because they're so consumed in trying to prove themselves so would you say at some point like when you started your journey that's something but at some point do we not start becoming a little more insulated from these uh fear of the unknown that i have to deliver at any cost or should we not become insulated to that fear so that your learning can actually start um i'm just sitting here thinking about the if if i would say that um i i think of my own circumstance and you know the current job well not the role of cio but the company i've worked for i've been with for well over 20 years and so you know over time you build a bit of a comfort zone because they've well they've kept you and they've rewarded you and so they believe in what your decision making processes are so this point this question you posed of working without a or with at least a a small amount of fear i wouldn't necessarily call it fear as much as i would call it um you you really do need to remind yourself that it, it you, it's it's not so much fear as it is avoiding complacency and um making sure that you just don't believe or that you're just not convinced that the way you did things you know 10 years ago are going to work the same way today. You know, it's it just doesn't work that way. You so you you I think sometimes your biggest um potential enemy in this is not necessarily the fear of the unknown. It could be particularly if you're in a job for a certain amount of time, it's going to be more about your getting too comfortable in what you do and and expecting that you've 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 answered all the questions before and you've done it all before that's what i try to make sure doesn't happen with my, with myself uh and with other leaders on my team we have a lot of long tenured leaders that report to me as well and um and it comes back full circle to what we've been talking about and it's the underlying theme for this kind of a topic is is focusing on learning too making sure that you continue to stay sharp in your game um i mean it, it, i think that that's that's really really critical um i would say that for anybody that's coming in you know at our company there's an onboarding process where they certainly you have some time to you know if you, you make a mistake you're not going to get killed by any stretch but um uh figuratively speaking of course but i i think that um I do think that what happens is we 
we want to make sure that what we, the way we operate as leaders is imparted the right way to newer uh, managers and staffers on our team. Again, the whole notion is there's nothing to be afraid of here. It's more making sure that we're uh, exhibiting the ability to adapt and change because that's going to be... I think that's our new normal in, in any business right now. The way technology is, is kind of ruling the day, we need to be able to be the ones to adapt because the, the, the technology is adapting constantly. And so the learnings have to come from there. And I think that those would also tie into some of the leadership learnings we have as well. So, uh, Vineet, what Bob mentioned is on-the-job learning. And another interesting point Bob uh, brought up is the tenure. So when you're going into a company, of course, you may have an anxiety that, okay, you've got to prove yourself. And then when you spend some time and you see the company is keeping you, that means you must be at least doing acceptable or more than that. And that's why you have the longevity in your uh, stint in that particular company. So, of course, that gives you a comfort level. But if, if it, it was a regular staffer, I'd, I'd understand. But for a leader, the person comes in and coming and taking charge and trying to do something different. It's, it's, it, the risk is kind of embedded in, in the very role itself. So should a person hold back on their intentional learning and experimentation till the time they settle in in a job or they should keep doing that experimentation? Because if you think about it, that experimentation itself will give them that edge and that success and the ability to maneuver through those interesting times compared to you trying to drive it based on saying, let me spend a little bit of time at the company. Vineet, okay? So Vineet uh, may have uh, dropped off, but he'll be connecting back. So Bob, I'll come back to you with this question. Um, hey. I'm just, I may ask you to just rephrase that a little bit off the heels of what my response was to, to, the, to the question. Yeah, so, so my whole idea was that if a person is going to wait for their minimum number of years that they have spent in a company. Okay, sure. I'll I'll, I'll basically uh, come back to you. And uh, so... Yeah, I heard you. Exactly. So, so... Uh, so, Bob, what, what I was trying to say based on your question, saying, okay, you were earlier, you were there 20 years, so now you're comfortable. But a leader should not start... I mean, I'm just thinking that an, it, the expectation is that the leader is not going to wait for their their minimum tenure or a minimum critical period to be over before they'll start learning, right? Because the very reason you're able to experiment and you go and hold the bull by the horn and fix those unique challenging situations is what earns you the, the badge of a leader. But if you don't, then you are another manager who is a wannabe. Yeah. What do you think, Bob? Um, I think that... Uh yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. I think that I, I, I want to make sure that when w- what we're trying to exhibit as leaders, not just in my group, but uh, throughout our company, is is making sure that um, we are out in front of, of all those things. And, and also that we, I guess, the biggest thing we want to do is make sure that we set the examples for the people who do come in. We have a whole new generation of uh, leaders and professionals that are coming in and joining our company as we grow. And um, one of the things that we've, we've pushed for a very long time 
and we still speak of it with, uh, with great reverence, is the culture of our company. And the culture of our company is about, of course, doing tremendous work, but also allowing people to have the wherewithal to continue to improve uh, themselves and through learning and through enrichment and other opportunities like that. I think that it's, it's really incumbent uh, upon me and the leaders in my group. We always take the tack that when we bring people in, we can't, we have expectations of them, but we just, our, our company is somewhat unique in how we do our business. And so we can't just turn them loose and expect them to go and, um, you know, just set the world on fire right after, you know, they come in. They, they need guidance, and uh, that'll be continued, uh, you know, and, uh, and also giving them the opportunity to have moments to make sure they do learn and make sure they do grow, not just w- within the construct of how our company operates, but what's going on in our industry, because what I worry about there and I frankly worry about it for myself from time to time, is that we spend so much time, it's kind of what you said at the outset of the, of the program, Sandro, it's like the whole notion of trying to do everything. You run your risk of taking your eye off the ball on what's next and what's part of the future. And again, we owe it to our company. We owe it to our shareholders. We, as, me as a leader, I owe it to, my, to, to the team that works so hard for me every day that not only am I practicing that methodology, making sure that I learn, but also making sure that we're giving people on the team the opportunity to, to have time and, and the resources to continue to learn and evolve their craft, whether it's as a leader, whether it's as a professional, it doesn't matter. It's, it's critical on, on a number of levels. And let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back. And, Vineet, we will come back to you asking you somewhat the same question about having a leader not be depending on tenure to prove themselves, to experiment, to learn, and do the best they can for the organization they join. Please stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back. Your growing business needs a highly productive workforce, effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Patient-centered care requires a connected enterprise. Are you ready? If you're looking to scale your healthcare IT efforts, visit redmain.com forward slash health today. Whether it's to connect data from multiple partner solutions or developing software for unique needs, Redmain can help. To find out how Redmain can help your company deliver on the patient-centered care promise, visit redmain.com forward slash health or call 773-693-3919. Visit today. Predict your company's future by creating it. Is your workforce able to connect, exchange ideas, and share brilliance simply and securely? Create tomorrow, today. Empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured BlackBerry Enterprise mobility management and document sharing solutions. To learn more, visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. (laughs) 
You are listening to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjo Gall. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, Vineet, that's the question I have for you is uh, should a leader depend or, or wait for the, the initial time, a critical amount of time to be spent where they feel safer, then they start learning? Is that how they should play it? So, Sanjog, uh, it, it depends a lot on the uh, on on what you are doing on the company that you work for. It. I don't think there can be a standard answer as to how you how you how you uh, perform in a company. I really you shouldn't you should not you should not change your style of work. You should not uh, change uh, yourself or you should not change uh, the aggressiveness or whatever you are known for. So uh, you I, you should not play safe because if you play safe, uh, you would you would be a laggard. You would be Definitely behind. So I, I would say you should you should do what you what is your style of working. You should do what you are expected to do, uh, even though uh, even though you 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 are afraid that that others may not like it or the others may not uh, want you to do it in a particular way. I, I I would go I would I would say as a leader you you go and execute uh, what you are what you expected to do. You you don't really. Uh, so talking about the pressure and timelines, uh, you can't you can't uh, at any moment say that because of the timeline pressure, I delivered something that was uh, below the quality that was expected to deliver. So you stick to you you are expected to deliver. You do the right thing. You, if you feel that it is it is too aggressive and too unrealistic, you should stick up and uh, and and do what is right. Uh, there is one more one more piece uh, in the in the whole CIO role which I which I believe should be brought out. Depending on uh, the organization that you work for, uh, I work for a healthcare industry, and in my in my most of the roles that I played, I was I was a CIO always for a uh, in a business, uh, not in an IT firm. That's what I mean. So in in a in a in a business role, a CIO uh, typically has the most vantage point. Uh, CIO has has the benefit of knowing what 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 the process that happens from end to end, and he therefore typically has an edge is what I believe. So if, if you join a, 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 an organization as a CIO, uh, I, I hardly seen people who really who are really focused on the business as well and not just focusing on technology having a problem in delivery. Right? And you, you can stick to your goals, you can stay you can go after the numbers or is that go after the tasks that you want to do and deliver and and, and be there and be well perform really well. So a simple question for you, Bob, like, you know, I'm sure when you were growing up, people saw gifts in you. And then, of course, you felt confident. You went through your own learning and got to where you are today. But then for the learning purposes, who or what would teach a leader? So are you just letting the learning part of your life drift to say, okay, if I find someone, I'll learn from them. If I have a situation, I will learn from it. I'm not sure what what is what is that you are looking up to yourself, which will teach you. Um, I think well, in the particular role I'm in now as CIO, um, I've I've held various um, roles in my career. Um, I've been frankly very fortunate to have a number of different opportunities. You know, as far as I've been uh, president of a cable TV network. I've been um, a COO for an international media business. And now my current role, uh, CIO, it kind of comes full circle for me because my roots um, began in the media business more on the operational or 
technological side. Um, so what, what I've learned, and based on some of the things I've said in today's show about how quickly things change, I think you, you can't do it alone. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, I try, I try to uh, create learnings for myself through, again, reading and spending time, you know, just researching on uh, the Internet and um, all sorts of things. But some of the best opportunities for learning for me are the ones right in front of me. And those are, frankly, as it speaks to technology, maybe not so much leadership, but certainly technology, um, I, I spend a lot of time um, trying to learn and absorb from my own team because I have a, just a really skilled bunch of people. Um, my role as CIO is, is probably a little different than it is with some other companies in that my experiences in being a business leader um, is part of why the company appointed me to this role because they wanted me to continue to um, maximize our alignment with technology and business growth. And um, that's not to say that it doesn't happen with other CIOs, but that was specifically the purpose here. And their point was, because I first thing I said was when they asked me to be in this role, I said, I'm not a systems person. Uh, and they said, that's okay. We, we believe you've yeah. got the, the infrastructure and the, and the support necessary within your team. And they were right when they said that, but in the years that I've been in this role, I've taken every opportunity to make sure that I just learn uh, and try to absorb, I wouldn't say on a daily basis, that would be overstating it, but, but certainly with regularity. And, and all the way down to sometimes not just sitting and watching people, you know, learning from their workflow. It's also spending time. I just did this yesterday with a random group of employees on my team where I have breakfast with them. We schedule it. We kind of pick the group randomly and we just sit and talk for an hour. And it gives them an opportunity to ask me questions about the bigger picture. It gives me a chance to ask them questions about what they're working on. And those are the ways I find learning to be um, convenient, maybe, would be might not be the right word. But my point is, is you can really tap into that uh, knowledge in a way that's firsthand and really core to what you're trying to achieve as a business. Um, as it relates to leadership learning, um, I, you know, I, I feel like a lot of that comes from um, just previous experience, having done it for as long as I've had, uh, I've, I've, I've done it, then, you know, that's, that's really helped me um, when, I, when I need to stop and kind of be introspective on what, what we're trying to achieve in a given you know, moment in time. That's uh, that part. I I worry less about. I'm more. I mean, it's important, but I'm. I have confidence in my own abilities. The other part is making sure I stay abreast with everything we're doing in technological terms. That's um, and in terms of innovation too. The best resources for me to learn are from my team. So, Vineet, when you look at the type of learning or thinking more than the learning. Learning is a means to an end. What you want to develop is raw thinking. And I, I totally agree with Bob that your years of experience help you with that foundation. When we are looking at a brand new situation, you know, the new technologies are coming, new paradigms are coming, new types of workforces coming, you name it. New types of process improvement is required. So, in some cases, we cannot truly go back to what we learned in the past and apply on the new one. We have had situations. In fact, I've spoken to a few leaders. They said, we tried to hire people, but no matter what we tried to do or pose a question, they said, I did X, Y, Z in the past, and 
that's what I did there. So perhaps that I can fit here. Versus saying, Ki clean the clean the blackboard, or or clean that white. Take a white sheet of paper and let's draw fresh. Would you think that right. to learn how to do raw thinking is the way forward? Because everything is shifting, and many of the old things or learnings may not be relevant today. You're right. So uh, I, I I agree two hundred percent with what Bob Bob mentioned. So you learn a lot from your team. Uh, but the millennials that you deal with are a very different kind. Uh, you you are there are several of my colleagues who who are shocked by what what these young guys tell me. Recently, a colleague of mine uh, was appointed a mentor uh, to three three of the one of these uh, young guys, and this guy came and asked, "Why do I need a mentor?" Uh, why? Why do you think you are good to, good enough to be my mentor? So there is, so there is, there is a big gap as we go. So which 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 means that uh, I don't I don't I don't really mean that you have to really wipe up the blackboard and start fresh. But then you have to be you have to be at it. You have to be uh, on your toes. Uh, what what I've been doing is uh, uh, in the technology space because uh, VFCIOs are are expected. Uh, though I again the statement of what Bob mentioned. Even in my case, uh, I'm not, I don't call myself a techie and I don't expect myself to fix all the technology problems. I don't even believe that all the solutions, all the problems can be addressed by a technology solution. Solution can be a solution without a technology as well. So what, what, I, I, what I try to do is uh, to, be, to be focused, to be, to be continuously learning and innovating. I'm part of a, a CIO angel network, which we started off where we, where we deal with startups a lot. This was something that the uh, lot of CIO, uh, CIOs in India together got together to start off an Indian network, and very actively involved uh, with with young startups. So that that gives us an opportunity to to listen and uh, listen to fresh ideas. Uh, exactly like like Bob mentioned, we have sessions within our within our organization where young guys are brought together to throw up ideas. So there are there are various ways in which you try to keep keep abreast. So you learn from your 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 own team members and your own uh, uh, your own folks. At the same time, uh, the next level is getting to work with these these small startups and uh, with several of the partners. So that, that's another of the, 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 the working with partners and trying to learn uh, what's new, what what they are bringing onto the table. Is also this is an old way of doing it, but uh, that also even now holds uh, good. So whether it is the big uh, the big uh, partners like the like the Oracles and the IBMs and the uh, Microsofts of the world, or uh, even the smaller ones, uh, being in touch with them uh, helps. Uh, yeah, so that's that's what that's what the that that's what I do, uh, and that's what I believe is a way to uh, to keep learning uh, to to. Uh, Conclude. Yes, there is nothing like like completely wiping off and learning. I believe all that you've done also has has uh, helped a lot because the experience that you have had uh, helps you to understand the technology and definitely helps you execute it better than what this uh, what the young kids want to do nowadays. So uh, let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back. And uh, Bob, when I come back to you, let's let's look at who. Not the what, but the who should we emulate? Whose advice we should heed or learn from their experiences? Again, given the times are changing fundamentally, the landscapes are changing on business and technology side, the people's experiences, yours included, 
may not be relevant because you have to really think new. Then when it comes to the learning, should we just um, reshuffle or revamp our mentor or coach or learning network or a peer network so that the people who we could learn from are coming from the new age, new uh, raw thinking background so that we embrace that style versus all people who would have had 20 years experience doing certain thing a certain way because they have a tendency to influence us and the amount of learning we will go for. So please stay tuned listeners, we'll be right back and explore. Predict your company's future by creating it. Is your workforce able to connect, exchange ideas, and share brilliance simply and securely? Create tomorrow, today. Empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured BlackBerry Enterprise mobility management and document sharing solutions. To learn more, visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Patient-centered care requires a connected enterprise. Are you ready? If you're looking to scale your healthcare IT efforts, visit redmain.com forward slash health today. Whether it's to connect data from multiple partner solutions or developing software for unique needs, Redmain can help. To find out how Redmain can help your company deliver on the patient-centered care promise, visit redmain.com forward slash health or call 773-693-3919. Visit today. Your growing business needs a highly productive workforce, effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network with Sunjo Gall. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, uh, Bob, the person who knows mainframe may not necessarily know how AI will work. Someone who's worked in traditional manufacturing technology may not know how IoT, Internet of Things, is going to fly. And some people who have never dealt with or may have only dealt with Gen X and Gen Ys and baby boomers would not know how to handle the millennials. So I'm not saying we defriend them or uh, remove them from our social acquaintance network, but they truly may not be able to help you if you keep looking up to them for your next sounding board. What do you do about building a fresh set of uh, peer network or or, uh, the people who you would like to follow? What should be our benchmark today? Yeah, no, it's a, it's, it is a quandary, Sanjog. You're right. I mean, I, I look as I'm sitting here, um, participating in this show, I'm looking at my bookshelf right now, um, which is stocked with books. Um, and I've read a, a, most all of them, um, but what's funny is I'm sitting there looking at it thinking what would be just eminently um, 
referable and practicable today. And it's hard. It's hard to, to pin that down, to your point. So when I think about that, I actually... I, where I'm spending more of my time these days looking at what could, you know, give me guidance, inspire me, um, I look at it more from a business perspective, and it's not necessarily written in a book. It's what we're watching happen in real time. And, and I look at a company, for example, and there's, this is, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not shilling for them. I spend, for my, my wife, uh, namely, and me, probably spend entirely too much money with them. But, um, you know, you look at companies today in my space, like um, Amazon, and which, you know, Amazon has so many different offshoots that impact my life and impact my business these days. I mean, you know, one of the preeminent cloud uh, purveyors that, that exists, they probably are the one, you know, through AWS, um, yet they also um, are now in the grocery business and they're, you know, in the, again, the retailing business, they're in uh, video content delivery, they're, you know, they're, they're just watching them. Not that our company can be all those things to all people, but just to watch their ability to, I mean, now they've talked about, you know, potentially getting into the shipping business. I mean, they, their ability to pivot and just say, why not? Why not us? That, that inspires me to a certain degree. Um, sometimes it, it scares me because I sometimes think that kind of a company could rule the world someday. But, um, I mean, that's, that's what I see. You know, Netflix is another one that's, uh, that's a company that uh, I'm just so impressed with their ability to innovate and continue to evolve and, and also put great value out there for their customers. Their, you know, their customers are paying a fair price for things, but what they're getting in return is, I think, very, very solid and uh, representative of uh, what, what a media company would want to deliver in terms of value. So I look at those things, for me, as uh, kind of north stars for me to follow is just this whole notion of why can't it be this? You know, why can't it be this space we enter? Again, we can't do it to the tune of an Amazon at our company, but, but I do think we, we try to enterprise and, and move into new frontiers more than we have before. And I think it's, for me, specifically, it's that type of thinking that I can point to that, that helps keep me on my toes more than anything else. I, I said earlier, inspiring. It's also like we got to play defense too, man, because these guys, they're coming after market share in other ways. And like I said, they approach it as why not us? Why does it have to be someone else? So um, I would say that's, that's what I've been looking towards more as I build my teams and our uh, work streams and uh, how we're going to organize for the future and, and success and growth. So, Vineet, what got us here won't get you there. That's actually a book by Marshall Goldsmith. And, and yeah. what, what examples that were given by uh, Bob just on Netflix or even Amazon and others who are pivoting, I'm sure they are just not doing it because they got some alien help. It is coming because there are some leaders out there who are willing to learn and put learning as basically the, uh, in the forefront of how they carry out themselves every day. So yeah. if you were to make your company like another Amazon, another Netflix in the areas that you play, that means you would, you've got to do that too. And you have to surround yourself with the right people, with the right mindset, et cetera, et cetera. So, so to that end, if you had to take a step back today and announce in front of the world and say, this is how I'm going to do something different tomorrow. So I'm going to learn 
to make it the best it can be, the organization and the, the best leader I can be as, as someone who's going to take it forward. What would that be like? That, that, sounds, that sounds great. So, so it's like, yeah, you, you're right. So uh, you, you have to be brave enough uh, to take calls that, uh, that takes you to the next, next level. Uh, and, and you can't just uh, keep working uh, the way you've been working so far. So uh, you're right. So what, what got you here uh, can't get you there. So if, you, if, you, if you, what you've been doing so far, you have to think differently. I, I would I would look at a uh, couple of things. I I believe the most important piece is uh, you have to think. You have to really really work uh, on on how what what constitutes a team. There's uh, an organization like uh, uh, like most of us have. Our, our, if you see the organization is. Uh, is a decade or, or several decades old. You are. You have people in, the, in your team uh, who who are uh, definitely not not been there many when many of these technologies uh, was even made. So uh, which, which which puts you into a disadvantage uh, as to uh, as to because they won't they won't they won't be able to understand an IoT or an AI uh, when it when it comes to really delivering it. So really, the first thing that you would do is quickly go and uh, seriously look at your team and take some tough calls. Uh, which means getting in a lot of fresh blood, uh, considering, uh, looking at people's attitude and, uh, rather than just, just looking at, uh, the certificates and the, uh, and the various universities they went to, uh, go back and take some tough calls and get, get the young blood in. That, that, that would be one of the, one of the things that I would do. And then, uh, definitely look at, uh, let people fail. Let fail fast. I mean, there is, there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure on people to deliver, and, and that pressure puts a lot of uh, people uh, actually go back and and don't take risks. So you you need to give them the freedom to deliver, so that uh, even if they fail, uh, they they are covered. So a couple of things I, I would I would really look at the team, completely look at a team, and want get want to get fresh blood in. Uh, that that will be a tough call in an organization that is several decades old, and that. And then uh, definitely look at uh, giving them a freedom to work, and uh, fail fast uh, would be would be a definitely uh, is what I would teach them to. All right, thirty seconds, Bob. Any final words? Maybe a couple of words, three words from you, which people should keep in mind if they want to learn as a leader. Be open-minded. I like that. Thank you so much. On behalf of the show, everyone, uh, thanks, Bob and Vineet, for sharing your views and uh, thoughts on how leaders can carve out the time and be intentional about learning and how organizations can support them for the benefit for all involved. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And listeners, hope you enjoyed. Uh, please like us on Facebook, search for CTN, CIO Talk Network, and be sure to follow us on Twitter and join our LinkedIn community. Thank you again for listening to this segment on CTN. This is Sanjog, all your talk show hosts. Till next week, take care and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sunjoe Gall. To learn more about our program or for show archives, comments, or questions, please visit ciotalknetwork.com. Thank you again for listening. CTN CIO Talk Network is brought to you by...
Redmain, and BlackBerry.